Welcome to the School Genie podcast. I'm Georgina Newton, one of the co-founders of School Genie, and I'm here with my colleague Jeannie Davies. We've worked in education for over 40 years between us, and we think that teaching should be the best job, yet so often it's not. So we set out to find out why and to do something about it. So whether you're a senior leader, well-being champion, member of support staff or a newly qualified teacher, this podcast contains what you need to know about building trust in your school. Okay, so today our theme is um, the Trust Revolution book because this is a really special moment. Um, the book has been released. It's now 48 hours old on Amazon and all of all your um, other favourite book channels. Um, how does it feel, Jeannie, to have your work in print? It feels, it, well, it feels incredible. Uh, w- what I feel most pleased about really is that it's been made sort of tangible, what I've been talking about for so long. And I guess being able to kind of uh give it um the narrative give it the steps to take it from the conceptual to the very practical as i do in the book so yeah it's um it feels amazing really and i'm just really excited and i'm just hopeful that um as many people as possible can kind of access that thinking yeah yeah and has it been lovely so many people have come back already and said that they're excited about the theme and they're excited to see some of the work that you've done with them represented in the book as well so um, there's already a, a sense of excitement, I think, in the, in the educational space about, about what, the, what themes the book tackles, which is so great to see. So I'm sure people will be tucking into it over the summer. <laughs> yes, I expect to see many sun loungers with somebody with the trust revolution. Um, uh, what's going to say, you know, the mark on your face from where you know you, you haven't got your tan. So, uh, oh, yes, there's that yeah. shadow mark. Yeah, with a tequila exactly. by the side and the trust revolution in the hand. It's going to be our summer and hopefully lots of people's summers. It's, oh, it's, it's a lovely feeling, isn't it? The start of the summer holiday. No other weekend is quite like it. Is oh, it? goodness. No, not at all. Those yeah, six just... weeks stretching ahead of you. Yeah. 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 Fabulous. So uh, what, how did you start working in schools? You know, how did you start the work that has resulted in a book? Can you talk us through a little bit, how, you know, how it's come to this point? Well, I think uh, it, it really, it started when I was, teaching and in schools and that sense that because I'd moved into it from my background was in business and I'd worked um, in um, you know the advertising world as well and I'd moved into teaching thinking oh I know who are lovely lovely people teachers because they were so kind to me at school and um, my pe- you know I come from a, a family of teachers and I arrived and yeah absolutely individually teachers which is lovely but sort of as a group it seemed to be creating like a culture that I just thought oh I'm, I'm not sure about this this doesn't feel quite right or yeah left me sort of feeling like I didn't actually really belong or want to be there very much and I think it, I didn't have any language for that then I just thought perhaps I don't fit perhaps this isn't it um, and it was really then when I went to go and work for Teach First um, I met a lot of people there who had left teaching um, to go and work with it still within education still very passionate mm. about it but come out of schools and And actually, I started to kind of get a sense of that they had had similar feelings to me. Um, And that's where I think where the language started to come from and the concepts, really. Um, This idea of kind of, um, yeah, you know, feedback being a thing, actually. Um, You know, the zood, you know, the zone of uncomfortable discussion, how you really form relationships and cultures. And and, and it was from there that I was just asked more and more uh, to go and work individually in schools. 
and and that was where this work arose really mm. so so you've touched on some really interesting themes there already that feedback that feedback is something that we get wrong in schools we talk about it all the time don't we assessment for learning is all about feedback we just pride ourselves on the levels of feedback we give to students and feedback and feed forward and lots of people have written a lot about it and spent a lot of time thinking about it what what is it that you feel we're getting wrong about feedback well i think it's really interesting when you touch there upon the children and i think teachers are are trained and are really adept at giving feedback to children um, uh, they give you know critical and positive feedback all the time you know they don't label it like that it's just the child's in front of them their job very much is to ensure that child's development and learning and they feel that they're in the position and the status it's unquestioning that they can say oh no you got that wrong and that was because x y and z or that was excellent and what i saw were these things here mm. and that's just normal that's pedagogy that's really really good teaching and learning yet when it comes to the adults suddenly there's massive barriers to that you know is it my role to do this okay can you receive this um, if I say this, won't it upset you? You know, uh, is it my place to say what I see? Do I see that? All mm. of these things come into it. And I think also in schools, feedback has become uh, siloed because it's been about, um, it's been it's been put in the same box as observation. So feedback is about, I come and see your class. I come and judge you really a lot of the time, give a yeah. judgment. And then, um, and, and then I tell you, and, and then you change. And that's what feedback is, is, is now sort of equated with, I think, really. And it's also, interestingly, equated often with negative things or things people would deem negative. I mean, I very much feel that feedback is a flow of information. It's what we put onto it. The teachers, I always say, you know, one of the things I say is, you know, put a big statement up and say, you know, the, someone comes to you and says, I'd like to give you some feedback. How do you feel? And just the, the, the nervous laughter arises and people say, I feel sick. What they're going to say, I've done something wrong. I'm going to be told off. And it's a word. Yeah, it's heavy and saturated with, well, fear. They're fearful about it. Mm. Um, yeah. Do you think that's to do with the accountability regime that we've got at the moment, that it, it feels like anybody who does an observation is in some way um, a superior? They are, you know, there is that fear factor about those externals who come in and, and look at schools and then pronounce a judgment over the whole school and, and how that then feels and how important that actually is. You know, that then is the ranking of that school for however many years. Some schools haven't had that. Um, inspection for seven years so imagine knowing that you that what you did on that day in that lesson for those 20 minutes when you were observed has contributed to the rate overall rating of your school for that period for, for that long you know do you think do you think it's the it's these enormous stakes that are connected with observation that's created that that fear it's, it's certainly not neutralized in the internal um, observation routines and feedback routines within school is it no, and I think you, indeed within the book I talk about this sort of cage that we've got ourselves into in uh, within education and the cage 
is really made up of, of, of government policy, it's made up of offset and accountability, it's made up of finance um, and our ability to access it, it's made up of societal difficulties or uh, as they're seen and how we in schools are up against that and are more and more responsible for it. And it's this idea that um, we feel often that the stress comes from those things. But I argue really that of course that cage is real and tangible, but it's, it's the doors open and there are space between the bars that in actual fact it's the reaction to that cage so for example as you say Ofsted's um, uh, kind of policy really of ranking and those things which is going is dissipating it's, it's changing that but the stripped effectively agency out of the system what schools did is they replicated that within as yeah, opposed absolutely. to seeing that as as the shell of something that they're being held to maybe but instead that they started to offstead in that way within their schools whereas it's that's not that that might be a way of eventually saying you know to what extent is this school as we want it to be and we can argue that um for long and hard but that doesn't mean that that's the way that you develop people you know it's 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 this idea that development doesn't happen um through kind of weighing people mm. testing people um development is a very different thing the end goal might be the testing or weighing by Ofsted um but that's not how we replicate development within a school or should do yet that's what's often happened hence why mm. there's a fearful response yeah so 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 seeing the space between the bars is a really interesting notion because the space between the bars is actually bigger than the bars themselves, isn't it? So so um, can you talk us through what you've done in schools to help colleagues to to um, create a, a culture of trust where they where they where they don't where they're not now predicated on where the limitations are and what the cage is forcing them to feel but instead the, there's, the, there's a freedom because the door is open and the space between the bars can you tell us how, what what the work has felt like to get teachers to that point yes very much so it's I mean it, it's this it, it came really from this that I would I was sitting and coaching teachers and hearing their kind of inner lives and the things that were the preoccupations of that moment and we would we would you know coaching usually brings about actions coming out of it and, and those yeah. actions were going out into the school system and sort of hitting this wall and inability to move forward from that so individually people felt they could do and wanted to and saw it collectively they weren't and what this led was really this idea that okay we need a trust-based culture which is a culture also that can uh, underpin coaching you know and coaching is just the ability to kind of ask those questions and be enough to and have agency enough and so really the, the preconditions to a trust-based culture uh, that I've identified in the, in, the, in the book and that we put into schools is well the, the ability to speak openly have to be able to be speak openly and, and know what kind of the rules of speaking openly are ethically speaking openly mm. Um, the ability to be adult to adult, this idea that you are an adult with others as opposed to feeling like a child to a parent. And that, that's, a, that's a big issue in schools with the grown-ups in schools, you know, um, so that you're not feeling like the, the senior leaders, the parents, you have to listen mm. like a child. Mm -hmm. um, the ability to see failure as an opportunity to learn. And that's 
that's massive so it's not the end point you know if something goes wrong or something you know doesn't work out that that doesn't mean that you're decimated that that's 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 stamped on you and that's all that will be yeah um and the ability to give and receive robust and curious feedback so you know this idea that you would judge someone and tell actually it's about saying what you notice and what's the reason for that you know what's the root cause let's unpick it what's going on there do you agree do you see it what's your blind spot you know this is what I see what do you see so it's a it's a collaborative and curious conversation rather than a uh, a telling off or a, a praise um, because we're grown-ups and we take a salary and we are all accountable but within the freedom of knowing what we want to collectively do so these are the preconditions I suppose and underpinning that within the book are for what I call catalysts for models that enable those preconditions to come about so the real practical application of that brilliant thank you um so uh, how did how did you come to the come about the the plan to put this all down on paper to actually write a book so you were doing this kind of work for six years in schools wasn't it yeah yeah uh, that's roundabout right. and 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 now you know Jeannie Jeannie's got plenty to do she's really busy working doing the coaching in schools and obviously different responses in different places you've worked in lots of different geographical areas different types of school and um, multi-academy trusts and as well as um, standalone academies and local authority and um, controlled schools so what was it that made you want to put it on paper I, I well essentially because I was being asked more and more um, about this individually and I just was thinking god if I could give you the book <laughs> you could get to grips you could have a look at it yeah um uh, to start off with or, or it, so it's from the small to the very practical of like oh god I've got to have this difficult conversation I think wow you know if you'd read the chapter you'd kind of have an understanding or you'd have a scaffold to it so it was that was very much the need to think I, there's only one of me how do I disseminate this and get this understanding out there so that people can can look at it and and unpick it and not always agree with it and 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 have that debate because I'm very much a the sweet spot of anything is within the debate of it. So to have something that people can look at and push against or indeed would structure and scaffold. Um, and also because I had studied my master's in coaching at Warwick and it made me realise that what I had organically done in schools was actually something, a model. Uh, it, was, it, it was a thing. And it, it, it was sort of a blueprint that we could enable people to start to, 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 to give language to this stuff because um it's it's not talked about but once you start to discuss it you know this idea of sort of toxic cultures and of course that that word i mean it's, it's extreme and often it's like that to disrupt you know people's thinking but everybody every teacher i can talk about will say oh yeah I had this experience or oh god or it's like that here or yeah my last school i left there because and it keeps coming mm. back to this mm. this sense mm. Yes, fabulous. And, and of course, there's been that this um, spin-off that's come out of the book already before the book even was, was published. Um, a, 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 an entity has been created called School Genie, which already kind of is about putting it, bring it into life. So doing that thing that you've said about, yeah, it's in the chapter, it's in the book, it's actually something that can come to your school now as well. And a training program has, has been born from our collaboration that is going to hopefully 
um, empower individuals in a school to act in this way so that we can test out the fact that whether or not it's, it's, it's the Jeannie Davies factor or if these are um, skills and um, it, it's, it's empowerment almost that an individual member of staff in a school can have and then can spread that throughout the culture in their particular school. And if that's replicable, then this is, this is magic, isn't it? it's complete magic and it's it's again because the language isn't always there then that means you can't see it sometimes or gets missed or it's not a thing and as we've talked about before genies are pe need identifying and being told yeah you have a superpower set actually and let's put something to it and I think also something that you know when you talk about the book the book actually inherent underpinning the reason that this book was written and indeed that we have connected so much because of your writing and your work is that what makes my heart bleed at times is that, that people are leaving our profession really great people mm. because of the fear they feel um because we don't have the trust-based cultures and it's unwitting you know, I've said yeah. this before, there's not a lot of psychopaths in education. <laughs> you know, we don't do it deliberately. Um, so, yeah. And so if we can actually take these concepts and really channel this mm. through the genies, it'll, it'll shift systems. Yeah. 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 I really believe there are, there are people out there, lots of people in schools out there who know that it's not as good as it could be. Yeah. You know, in some ways, teaching is just a, a brilliant job and working with the children and the all of the different um developments that you get to see over the course of a year and the amount of 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 creativity you can invest and the fact that it's never the same two days running and it's never the same two years running and it's never the same two decades running there's always lots of change there are lots of people it's very sparky it's it's a great job in that sense but but we see thirty-five thousand people leaving every year before retirement and that tells us that, that it really isn't as good as it should be and as good as it could be and these these issues that you've identified and that you talk about in the book are part of those where how we've managed to get the culture wrong and I think you've really you know you've really hit the nail on the head of talking about how we how we lock each other up sometimes and, and it is unwitting as you've said so be great for um for teachers and leaders to look at the book over the summer and to think about how how it's going to change the way they think about school and perhaps even um, think about whether or not they might be that empowered one who wants to learn more about how we can how we can reset the dial how we can detoxify some of our conversations some of our our ways of working in schools some of our attitudes to things like feedback and ourselves and at work on an adult to adult basis so many themes you've touched on already in this short conversation um, listeners if you're interested in picking up a copy the trust revolution is now out it's called the trust revolution in schools it's got a lovely funky cover it's um, published by routledge um Jeannie, where can we get it from where can't you get it from georgina is the question <laughs> um, <laughs> amazon um at routledge um uh, routledge.co.uk at waterstones and indeed um if you do buy it from routledge um then there is a um uh, a code which is bsm20 and that um you can put that in at the end and that will give you 20 percent off um so uh yeah yeah 20 percent off just 20% off the book though. 
20% off the book. Yes, uh, yes, yeah, okay. You can't go and buy yes. a new car on the way home and get 20% off I, that I too. I don't think they've done that yet. Um, but, um, you know, yeah, yeah yes, it is a different code. <laughs> I will really, I'll, I'll try and dig that one out. Yes, I'll try and dig that one out. Super useful. <laughs> okay, don't forget that, everyone. BSM 20, uh, and that's your way to get 20% off the Trust Revolution in Schools. Um, enjoy, Jeannie. It's been lovely to have a conversation with you about that. We'll be back again to talk about more areas of the Trust Revolution and School Genie very soon. Thank, Thank you, Georgina. Thank you for listening to the School Genie podcast. While you're here, we'd love it if you'd subscribe to the podcast and leave us a message or rate and review the show too. And if you post a question, tips or insight, we'll be happy to incorporate it into a future edition. If you'd like to know more about the Trust Revolution in Schools, that's Jeannie's book, or how to be or get a school genie in your school, then go to our website, www.schoolgenie.co.uk. See you next time. Bye.